Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brekkie Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. It's the week that was with Max Stankamp of The Shepparton News. Good morning, Max of the Shepherd and News. Good morning, Terry of One FM. How are good, you? Good, thanks. Good to be back in the studio with you. Yeah, it's good to be reunited after <laughs> a couple of weeks where I've been off and you've been away. And yes, we we're just saying we hadn't um, really actually spoken since election night, and that was a big night. That was about three years ago, wasn't it? <laughs> it's time for another one. Well, yeah, I hope it's not three years ago because I haven't, um, I haven't really heard anything from our elected member myself. Hope to get him in the studio soon. Hope he's got his feet under the desk. Mm, yeah, well, it would have been a, a whirlwind couple of weeks with, you know, rocking up on Monday and needing to vote for your new boss. But, um, yeah, it's, it's obviously a bit quieter in opposition, so <laughs> um, not not what he would have been hoping out of that result. Presumably so. not, no. No. But anyway, that isn't the week that was. That was the week that was several weeks ago. That was the month that was. Yes. Um, no, this week, um, I hope you're ready to talk about early um, education for a little bit. Big one, um, Yes. Because that's, that's been made free for Victoria and New South Wales. Um, you know, it's going to roll out of the next little while. But, um, you know, three-year-old kinders on the way out. Um, as in, on the they're rolling it out. It's not on the way out. They're getting rid of it. Um, so they're expanding it to, you know, the 15 hours. And then four-year-old kinders also going to be free. Um, which um, the idea of it is to, to make it easier for women to get back into the workforce and to, you know, free them up if they want to, um, you know, want to head back to work or... And also presumably to address some, um, you know, shortcomings in early childhood education. Yeah, that too, and to just relieve cost of living pressures for even people that do, you know, are heading back to work mm. and still have childcare. Um, so it's, you know, you know it, it looks like a big win for a lot of people um, in that, you know, a lot of people are just going to be able to you know, get their kids a childcare and get them learning a bit earlier and, um, you know, especially after a couple of years at home, you know, we've seen how vitally important that is for a lot of kids, so... Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of big news across the week. There was just an item on the news then about how Paul Keating apparently had urged Daniel Andrews to get the relationship with New South Wales back on track because it is good to see, you know, those two premiers of opposing parties working together on something like this, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. And they've kind of been doing that a little bit since um, since Perotet went uh, got into power. Um, you know, we've seen a few, you know, border initiatives when they opened them up and... And they've kind of worked together on a few other things that escape me at the moment, but they have done a few joint announcements on a few bits and pieces. But it's nice to see they're doing, you know, big non-COVID legislation as well that's, um, you know, coming through. But, yes, yeah, speaking of kindergarten, um, they're some of the things that Camp Aspie Council are looking to, to dispose of in the next decade. Um, disposal was the word they used. Um, you know, they had a, a meeting on Wednesday night, so that was... I believe in today's Riv Herald and will be, you know, next week's Kai Free Press for a preview for those listeners out there. So they've adopted the asset management ma- asset management plans 2022-32, um, which you know details a bunch of community assets that councils just going to evaluate whether or not they want to keep owning them or not. Right. Um, so that'll include, you know, a, f- a few, you know. Um, 
a few kindergartens. I think they, they discussed getting rid of the pools last year as well. So this um, is like not necessarily meaning they're going, these asset, these facilities will not be offered. It's just that they won't be offered by council? Um, I believe so. Mm. So they're, they're basically going to look at what they own and, you know, whether or not they've got enough cash to keep them going and keep them running. Because they, they have struggled, those smaller councils, haven't they? Um, yeah, well, it's... it's in a you know a nationwide thing where the smaller councils with more populations get less rates and it's the only yep. way they can get money so it means that you know they've got more roads to fix more more services to provide across a, a larger area but obviously um, the concern is that if it's going from a public to a private sort of situation that that there would be i mean you know it depends on which side of the political spectrum you sit on whether you believe this but there is a belief that the prices will then go up well yeah, that the prices would, would go services up. Services might close. Yeah, yeah. Or, or they might start being charged to use things like pools. But again, it's, mm. yeah, who knows um, how it'll how it'll Something people in Camp Aspie should keeping it, be keeping an eye on, I think. Yeah, so it includes the, the Mechanics Institute in Rushworth, the, the Plaza Theatre in Kai, the, the Federal Band Room in Echuca, So They just want to sell them all off. That, well, they're, they're going to investigate it. They're, wow. not sa- they're not saying we're going to sell them. They're Gee. saying, well, you know, let's have a discussion hmm. about what we're going to do with them. Is it, I imagine it would be controversial because these are, you know, they've got a bit of history behind them, these places, yeah, haven't they? Very much so. Um, and, I mean, how were they started? You know, if they were started by the community and mm. then uh, and the site just sold off for a quick cash grab that's mm. only going to last a year or something? Or the council just say, well, you know, we'll... we'll maintain legal ownership but people have to run it we're not going to provide any more funding for it it's yeah right. it, it'll be interesting to see how exactly it um it all you know rolls out over the next couple of months mm. the next couple of council meetings controversial mm. so gv health's emergency department will double in capacity uh, which is good news for anyone that's been to the emergency department in the last little while um you know, part of a 230 million dollar development that's scheduled to open later this year and uh Martin Foley, the Victorian Health Minister, was in town this week um, to yeah, announce it um, and to um, tour the recently completed 10-cot special care nursery and 12-bed paediatric ward on Wednesday. And he also uh, caught up with GV Hospice Care, which I see you've got a, quite a big spread in the paper today it as did. well about their new building. Yes, yeah, we've had a, a bit of a focus on, on GV Hospice the last few weeks, as, as you have had yes. as well. Um, you know, obviously it's... You know, been you know coming along very nicely, and that they're v- something they're very excited about. Um, and you know, he spent time with them as well. Um, you know, obviously a very valuable service to the community and a very unique one as well. So well, I've got Susanna Sheed in later, so I'm sure she'll be telling me a bit about that too. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you always hear that uh, you know that the capacity of that emergency de- emergency department needs to be increased. So yep. it's not like anyone ever goes in there and thinks they get through too fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you can ask her how her knees are going after bending down to be at a child level for a photo oh, okay, during well. the week as well. <laughs> um, both she and Martin Foley you know, ducked down to you know the level of a, I think it was a toddler. Um, I wasn't there, but they were um, complaining, were they? Oh, they were, they were joking about being too old for this <laughs> as they they got down. So they were good sports and did I get can down. relate. Sadly, um, <laughs> you know what? I'm starting to, to feel the same yeah, way. Yeah, right. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> must be all that. Must be all that football. Max. Maybe to a lesser extent. <laughs> um, speaking of football, um, and speaking of Shepparton and East football, a top of the table clash in the Kyabum District League this weekend. Um, the seniors is one v two. I'm obviously not playing in that game because I'm quite bad at football. Um, oh, stop it! But they, um, <laughs> you know, the seniors will be going at it, and that'll be a very, very good game of football to watch. Where's that? This week. So it is. A, it's in Shepparton. 
of in Shepparton East, technically, um, out at Central Park. So oh, I love Central Park. Yeah, it's a nice little spot. It yeah. was very wet last night, mm. as you'd be shocked to learn. Um, <laughs> no, so I was out in that last night with my kids at basketball, which you know, fortunately was indoors, yeah. but even just getting to in, into the stadium and out of the stadium was bad enough. Yeah, look, it was... So you know, did you actually train in that? We, yeah, we did. Oh. So it had stopped raining by the time we got there, but the socks okay. were wet within about 15 seconds. I bet. Of getting onto the oval. Very so. soggy, so... We're looking for someone who likes a heavy track. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> to use a... Um, to use a racing metaphor. Yes. <laughs> um, and we did mid-season report cards this week for the GVL. Um, so if you're keen on, on a catch-up or, or want to know how your team's tracking, the Sports Boys put together some report cards ahead of this weekend's... Who's, on, to- who's on the top of that? Uh, Achuka got the A+, plus, um, which will be unsurprising to most people following right. the GVL. Um, and in Cobram, to swing north, um, Hungy, Hungy Fangs, I think is how you pronounce the bakery up there. Um, they've uh, taken out first prize for cinnamon donuts and uh, third for jam donuts in the Bakery Association of Australia's National Donut Competition. That is the place to go for donuts, by the sound of it. Also, I want to find out how to be a judge. <laughs> like, how somebody tell me how to judge that competition because I would gladly take that jam filled bullet. Yes. For the country. Can't go too wrong with donuts, can you? No, absolutely not. We've <laughs> had a lot of them turn up in the office this week and it's been both very good and quite bad. How but come you've had a lot turn a lot of donuts turn know, up? We just get, people just keep bringing donuts in. And you're not going to complain? No, no. no. Well, there are quite a few donut places around if you think about it. There are a lot of donut Or there's places a lot around. of, um, you know, garages with donut places in them. Mm. Mm. They're, they're a good food stuff. Good, <laughs> reliable, solid. Good lunch. <laughs> good in one sense of the word good. Not good to the, eat on the go. Yes, not <laughs> nutritious, but... No. Um, no, so... Happy, a happy food. Happy food, yes. indeed. Anything else you need to um, let us know about Max? That's well, there was one heaps. other funny... Oh, funny... There, there was one other story that caught my eye. There was a woman from Daniloquin who was found guilty of uh, smuggling drugs over the border during COVID using a drone to fly <laughs> drugs across the river. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing. From, uh, from Victoria to New South Wales or vice versa. I, I can't remember which way they were going. but that, I bet she's not the first person to do something like probably that. Probably not, but the first person that i've seen charged with it i wonder and, how uh, they i wonder how they got it maybe the drone crashed i oh, who knows i mean maybe they flew the drone too close to you now a border crossing but it's it just caught my eye as that's bizarre and not surprising in the slightest but i wouldn't have so a denilican woman i'm sure she didn't fly from denilican would have been a bit far it probably would have been a bit far but i, I imagine you'd drive <coughs> to a, a moama or just yes. out of moama and you know set it up and fly it across but not the you know, anyone listen? Well, no, no, we don't want to give anyone any no, ideas. Um, well, I suppose there aren't border closures anymore. So just drive across. Yes. So just drive. If you're a drug smuggler listening, just drive across. Yeah, funnily enough, I I think I saw a, a drug deal going down yesterday. And I, I'm sure I'm so naive because my son just said that. Well, that's nothing, Mum. It happens all the time. So I obviously just am not in that sphere. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's probably not a sphere that. Most no, of us don't us, don't aspire. So. But it, it's interesting. Like I, these guys look so guilty. Like if they hadn't like looked at me and like kind of looked really guilty, I probably would have had no idea. But if they just waved and gone, <laughs> yeah. hi, how are you going? <laughs> Two yeah. guys on bikes. Yeah, interesting. They're just selling donuts. Maybe I, they I, were. I, maybe I. Maybe I'm just. You know, being too negative. You're assuming the worst of mm. people, Terry. Mm. I am. Anyway, it happens. 
life is a rich tapestry and all that. Thank you very much for your uh, time this morning, Max. Hope to catch up with you soon. What is, uh, what are you, are you going off to work now? Um, I will be going off to work now. Do you know what's in store or? Um, No, no, I don't. I will find out when I get there. One of the fun things about journalism, isn't it? Every day is different. Every day is different. (laughs) Thanks very much to Max Stay in Camp of the Shepparton News.